Hello and welcome to Mad Hatter's Tea Party. I'm Wal Hattar, and today we're talking to Lale Khoramian. Did I say that correctly? Yes. And as you can tell from her name, she's Iranian. So we're going to start off asking, how does Iran affect the work that you have? <laughs> Thank you for that question. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> okay. No, but seriously now. Um, this is the third time Lal is having a solo show at uh, the Third Line. The show is called Saturn Necklaces. It opens up November 2nd and is on till December the 10th. So, Lali, I am a fan of yours, and I have a few pieces of your art. So I'm actually very excited to have you back from the void and showing again mm -hmm. here at the Third Line in Dubai. And your show is same, same, but different. So you still have the colors, you still have the ink play, but for the first time, we don't have any video or as much video, but you have a lot more play on texture and fabric. And, and then you've delved deeper into your portraits. So let's start with these portraits. Mm -hmm. um, well, one thing I'll correct, at the, the, it's not Saturn's necklaces, it's Saturn's necklace. Oh, okay. N-E-C-K-L-E-S-S. -E -S -S. It's, it's written necklace, but for some reason my brain translated into necklace versus neck-less. Yeah, necklace, like without a neck. And... Um, so you can take what you want with that image of Saturn's necklace. Uh, and to um, talk about portraits, um, portraits are actually, I think, my favorite secret mm -hmm. thing, I, which since I was quite young, I enjoyed making. And um, there's a body of work that I'm working on over time that hopefully within another year or so, I would be showing even a lot more portraits. Uh, these portraits are, uh, I would say, they're, they're, they're what I named aliens. Mm -hmm. And uh, they have perhaps a, a, a very, what appears to be a very gritty, grimy, a frightening, uh, disturbing presence. Uh, but I, I somehow... As I lived with these, I saw them more as what we, uh, as our perception of what things are, in a, you know, disturbing, to be disturbing as being actually, well, these aliens could be quite um, attractive creatures on their own planet, you know, uh, or it's, they're not the, the ugliness that we necessarily perceive. Okay, then, because actually that was just... Uh when I was when I was looking at them and the other titles, which is Guardians, mm -hmm. um, so there is two portraits: the aliens and the guardians. Yes. And the guardians automatically get this positive, mm -hmm. reinforced title with it. But then you have aliens, and it brings with it a weight or negativity, historically at least. Whether it's aliens coming to you from another country or aliens coming to you from outer space, so I don't know if it's meant to be, but it looks like the baddies and the goodies. When you have them, yeah, but I don't. I I actually that I think that's the play that's there okay. that at work. But I I think they're just more candid, and they're they're whereas the guardians are perhaps a, a portrayal. I actually mm -hmm. see as what say a, a person or human might create as a iconic vision of 
So therefore, they're going to make it look as if they're going to. Ha- it's going to be more of an iconic figure, which usually is a more um, a portrayal that is something that we um, might see as the things we want to see about mm. that person or a positive portrayal. Okay. Okay. Is that so? You kind of put that forth rather than something that is more natural with the aliens where you see what you get versus the Guardians. It is that over, overdone kind of presentation of oneself where you're even proud or even over-exerting something just to show off or protect yourself. In sense. Well, I, yeah, I don't even know if I, I think about that. To Maybe like, like, like when, you, when you think about weddings, yeah. right? When, they ha- when the bride and the groom are always overly done and don't even look like themselves. Right, right. I, I actually think that they're, they're, they're more indist- indis- uh, indistinct people. Okay. And that these aliens are just, this is a person, this is, you know, when you say look at a Fayoum portrait and it's this man and uh, this woman and this is this character this person and and um actually started seeing them as very endearing mm. and and not as something grotesque at all uh i just think we relate to these textures as grotesque and you know well they look like burned or they look you know okay. very skeletal and but um but they're just more actually candid you know Creatures or, or inner beings, maybe you know, and whereas this, these guardians have no distinct face; uh, they're just a big round form for a head. They all have a okay. And how would you relate to either of those? How would I relate yeah. personally? Yeah. Oh, I think those. Al- I think the aliens. <laughs> Sometimes I thought of them <laughs> as self-portraits. You know, the aliens. They felt uh, like something's coming out of me, you know? Okay, that, fair that enough. This is, something is getting out, you know? Cleaning house. <laughs> so are you the Sigourney Weaver in this, or are you the actual alien? <laughs> I think I'm both. both. So the hive queen mother? I I think that Honestly. women have those, all those things. Okay. And... There's times we're tapping more into those than uh, aspects of that than other times. So, so the, then your guardians and aliens do, are they female? Is there, is there a gender involved? No. Because you mentioned women. Kind of you mentioned movie. women. No, I mentioned Sigourney Weaver as an alien. You mentioned Sigourney Weaver, and then you said Weaver, and then you said a hive mother. <laughs> So, fair, 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 touche. So I, I, I didn't necessarily put... And, and this has been common throughout my okay. work. There's never really a, a gender or a cultural uh, or a racial um, distinction mm-hmm. put on the people or forms. And that's the case. Although I do think some are very more lean toward a masculine or some lean toward a feminine okay. aspect. I didn't see much gender in this. I saw them as... Um, like as you said, uh, a a body put on and a, and a natural unknown body that we can't tell if it's pretty unpretty male female right. sad happy just it is what it is right 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 yeah um, but actually now that you bring kind of bring this that aspect of of um, gender and and race and everything else in it and and now not being 
funny, I'm just actually being serious, but it came on. You think people will try to link this to your positioning of an American, but whose heritage is Iranian and all that kind of blah, blah, blah that comes with uh, that ancestry? You think they'll try to attach something or create uh, a meaning that isn't there? I think those questions come are because they're common questions mm-hmm. in our in dialogue when you're yeah. talking about art. It does come up, um, and I don't think that that's an unfair dialogue. You know, question. Okay. Um, I don't necessarily have a position on that though, and I want them to. So, um, but an- another thing that I point that I was actually thinking about. Yeah, we were talking about the positioning of you within these pieces, right? Yes. Yeah, you asked if they were, if I was this or the alien or the, and I think that we all tend to, you know, relate to, something speaks to all our aspects and at different times more so than others. Um, And I think that the guardians have a specific uh, connection to maybe artistic vision or things that... uh, Come in that in that way that you don't necessarily know what you're going to see about what you make or what's to come. I think just that visionary quality about these characters, because they are about visionaries. The the okay. the, the guardians are okay. as as char- uh, sort of beings that are in different cultures. We've called druids, or mm-hmm. we've called seers, or knowers, or you know, um, and and they. There is a sort of role they have in our in in history or myth, mythology or in our maybe. I mean these, how, these these creative hubs of people who are who are let to play, left out to kind of do whatever they want and have created something. Hmm. So are these creators in a way throughout time, even now the artists with designers whatever it is, are they the the guardians of sure. thought? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that is, yeah, perhaps that they are, um, cause in the end when are, humans are gone, are, the stories are left, right? Exactly. The and the evidence the of the, which is, is, which is in a way that what I see the garment pieces in the show okay. as, as, you know, fragments of, or, or aspects that have been written like an, on a totem pole, mm. you know, you have this story yeah, that's I, been I, I written saw the totem pole now that you mention it in a totem pole and the, the the garments have this sort of code transmissions of perhaps stories written on them mm. and uh actually mentioning the evidence in totem poles one of you a few of your pieces are called evidence that's their title mm-hmm. is this the evidence that when whatever i guess when we have this exhibition of an art show is this what's left behind is it the humanity of it because those are the only ones that are the cloth the the wearable items versus the imaginary portrayals. So the the evidence pieces were there were actual uh, canvases that would absorb uh, remnant, remnants of paintings that I would do on top of them. So I would paint garments, and these would absorb the remnant traces of oh, the garment okay. on top. And in the end, these were very often the pieces I preferred than the garment itself. When there was a history of mm. all these garments painted over it, this was to me told much more of a story altogether, and, this, and had this, a more yeah. There was there was just and so this kind of the garments that you have now, 
this is not necessarily uh, alien to your work, but it's, it's, it hasn't been as, as, as much shown or central as it is now in this show. Has right. something led to this? What's, what's the ideas here? Uh, what led to it, I've, I've uh, uh, sewing mm-hmm. led to it, and my passion for just sewing and it being a, uh, not just a hobby, but um, active, you know, making my own clothes and then making clothing. So, it, so about four years ago, I stopped, uh, uh, made a conscious decision to stop making art for a certain amount of time in order to just make clothing. I wanted to shift the gears of practice and 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 uh you know my everyday way of living and creating in order to see what would come of that and to just introduce something that I did have a have that was very comforting and very um but allow just to see where that could take me okay because interesting seeing them kind of the both feeding trees up into each other mm-hmm. do you think in the future uh, now with the kind of the evidence that you've talked about with this kind of texture would you possibly play around with that as a canvas rather than a canvas canvas? You mean clothing? The texture. Textiles. Textile. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I don't think of them as that different in no, terms I mean, of... No can- longer in, in the shape of a human form, but actually as a, a pre-printed, pre-worked canvas, and then you do the portraits on them, or I don't know, like a... Like the, like the same way you used to work with your animation before, mm-hmm. where all these objects became personalities in themselves and no longer the object that they were. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, interesting. Okay. I don't know. Exciting uh, to look at. I, I think that... You heard it first here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if uh, if the, She has to call one of the pieces of the <laughs> <laughs> I I I'm curious where all that will go okay. also and and because you you know you realize that so, I, I was thinking about how much I just enjoy this like sewing and how textile mm. it has been a part since my childhood has been a part making clothing has been part of my life but just in a very secret way in just a everyday way not mm. in my um, so evident artistic practice and so with this show I decided to show these well they're 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 rather like panel paintings but they're they're loose and they're hanging in the shape of uh and i and i made them in the the forms of i mean i use the word kimono uh loosely i would call them vestments or a sort of cloak or robe with uh paintings on both the front and the back that um I saw it as a druid wear, you know, each as a as a as a person who had it, who had this sort of history, you know, of code uh, written upon its uh, silk. They're, they're all silk. Um, I like to work with silk and painting on silk. So it's, it's the paintings on the silk fabric, and they're actually wearable, but they're hanging as objects. What's interesting in these pieces, and in general, the work as it continues, you're always a storyteller in your art rather than just a pretty things maker. And a lot of the stories kind of have this sci-fi feel to it. And and it, it, before you were always a little bit timid or shy, and now you're like, okay, I'm here. This is sci-fi in a sense that it's, is happy. 
Was I, I timid or shy? I mean, it wasn't as <clears throat> sci-fi stuff wasn't as in your face as here with the titles and everything else. You had you could see it within it. You know that the undertone was there, but it wasn't as blatant. Hmm. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying it's a good thing. Although I could have misread the older pieces. No, I, I I've always been sci-fi. Interestingly, I the all the animations that I did were based on a certain element of mm-hmm. air, fire, fire, water, and the last was ether. And I was working on a science fiction movie b- before I took this sort of leave of absence of art. I was in the middle of a science fiction movie, and I w- was there was a show at uh, Statements I did Basel Statements some years ago that was focused on this movie, but it was paintings and. That was actually the time I decided not to make art for a while, and uh, I think I have. I, I think I'm just finding the way through that. That that, that 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 textile fabric might be part of my work from now on, and as it or, always mm-hmm. has been, but just hasn't been so apparent. And uh, I enjoy clothing and making clothing. Uh, does, does that mean you're no longer going to play within the video world? No, no, I, 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 I've had, uh, I think that I needed to have a break from that because it was, it was starting, there was something feeling a bit forced about making, at the time we needed a big budget to start to make this animation and that just Mm. felt forced. That didn't feel that, you know, I, I said, you know what, I'd rather make a flip book about the animation, you know, to, to, because this, I can afford a flip book. Yeah. It, it, it was somehow, it, it somehow felt that it wasn't the time to be making it. Okay. it. It just wasn't coming And I'm used to making all my animations on my own. Mm-hmm. I don't need a huge, you know, intense, crazy budget. And I, you know, this actually did started to become a bigger production. And I realized that I wanted to step back from it and I'm just getting a little away off the topic, I think. But um, uh, no, I think I have. I think I'll just. I don't know where that's where the place is of animation. It's. I wouldn't definitely wouldn't put it out. Uh, but I, I think it's going to come back in, in o- on o- its own. Overall, I think if uh, as an artist, it's it's always fair for the artist itself and, and, and you being the artist right now is to be able uh, or strong enough to say that I'm going to take a step back from this to look at my work and play with other things um, but the two good things is that one your your latest work still feels like your work versus a lot of artists when they want to change it doesn't, no longer feels like them mm-hmm. and also the other times when you can start seeing forced work and you're like okay this artist is, is the, the well is dried and yeah. for you not to kind of get in the sweat of this is easy, this is you no longer become an artistic machine where you're just going to churn stuff out. So I'm happy that a you took that break, and two, you are playing with things that would have a different tone. And in the end, not everyone is interested in every single thing. Different people yeah. want like different stuff, and you're you're, broad, you're broadening that horizon, but also experimenting in a fair way with your art and and your viewers, and and that's commendable. Whether the pieces in the end are better or worse, they're just different. So yeah. yay you. <laughs> I mean, experimentation is the is is a word that you mentioned that I mm. think that's something that. Yeah, I mean, I stopped to maybe that was 
experiment, but not. I think you have to take time yeah. to experiment, and then before putting well, it out into to, to the public eye. But it's um, I don't know exactly the you know the animations that I've actually enjoyed doing over the last few years have been my band. I have like a synth rock band, and it's full of nonsense and and fun. And this is a, a, the music videos I made for the band have been my videos that Where I've can made. We see those? They're on YouTube. So what do we Google? I think the funny thing is, is the band is called Bauchbein Pull, which is stomach, legs, and butt in German, which is a classic abdomen fitness class for the abs. (laughs) So, that's funny. So the the the, I was living in Vienna, and we started making music. Me and two other friends, uh, artists, they were artists as well, uh, started making these videos and songs. We produce songs and make videos and and uh, and the Bauchbein Po is so common that if you go to YouTube and dial, uh, and look up Bauchbein Po, you're going to get a million German okay. exercise fitness okay. videos. <laughs> so there's some. Is there so if you can look, you can look up uh, one of our song titles, like Cyber Syphilis. Okay. And I think you'll, it'll lead you to the page of our, or hospital days. All right. I'm, I'm going to write or, in the description a, the both fine Poe and mm-hmm. whatever syphilis in it. So people can write that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. We, I think we only have about four or five videos on the, on okay. the, on the YouTube channel, but we have so many videos that we've made that are just, you know, this far from being done that we haven't put out that, that are, that I enjoy doing so much, you know, these videos and... So it's not. <clears throat> so it's not that I actually stopped making videos. I just stopped making the type of videos that okay. I was. I'm not making those particular types of videos at the moment. But I think this is what art is about too. Is I mean, is, it's, it's fair. I mean, our conversation. I don't want to bore the world with <laughs> another. You know, okay. like oh, here I go with another. You know, like this okay. is what I think informs cycles and yeah. things to arrive. You know, get get going again or make. You know. I mean, I'll definitely check it out. Uh, but at least now that you're done with, with this particular show, you can go back to finish the leftover exactly. videos. It's, it's actually my plan for the next month is to complete... <laughs> no, not um, part two is interview. So, about those videos. Well, we, it's funny because we actually want to make a video called The Making of Balfwein Po. Okay. With, you know, videos of us as children. Because <laughs> fitness is a part of our... Like, we were born wearing fitness clothes. Okay. Yeah. So... Uh, and uh, I was born. I, I was born naked. <laughs> I was born with an afro. <laughs> so it was. It's. It's been so much fun working on Balfour, but which is such a contrast to the serious videos that I was making. You know. Okay. So. Um, and on that less than serious note, we're going to end. Unless you want to kind of add something to the listeners. Come to the show. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely come to the show um, again thank you so much for, for uh, uh, taking your time and, and talking to me and, um, and your show is on from November 2nd till December the 10th Saturn Saturn's Neck Less Bailale Khuramian here at Third Line and again this was a random and interesting conversation about the world outside our world and Babies born with fitness clothes. <laughs> um, uh, again, check out the show. It's uh, it's a little bit of lolly and a lot of in 
ethereal influence on Lali's work. <laughs> um, thank you very much for listening. Talk to you next time. Thank Bye. you.